Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online angel communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, everyone. We're back with Michael Grosso. He is a philosopher who has studied consciousness, and he's written many books. His newest book is going to be on miracles, and he is here today to share some stories of miracles that he has heard. And Michael, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, it's my pleasure. And, uh, I have a lot of miracles to tell you about, but I'll just tell you one that I find so interesting because it made so little an impression on the world around us. In This was in, in 1981 in India. A young man uh, woke up one morning and he dreamt that Ganesha, who was the elephant god, uh, asked him for some milk because there are statues um, this elephant god all over India and all over Indian temples. And so the young man runs out. He got, he got, had this dream. He took it seriously. He takes the milk and he brings the milk to the mouth of the, of the, of the, in a spoon to the mouth of the statue. And before he even spills it into the cup, he, it, it disappears. It dematerializes. So, he puts more milk in, and it dematerializes. Before you know, there's a crowd of people. Now, you may not know about this, but on that day, the entire world, all over, all over India, all over temples in other countries, the same thing was happening. I witnessed this miracle by turning on CNN, and there was a BBC reporter with a look of total astonishment on his face and a cup of water, a cup of milk. And he says, I am now going to put this to the mouth of this, of this statue. 
and he lowers it, and I can see with my own eyes the milk slowly but gradually, it didn't spill, it just disappeared into nothing. I had later on, I had a student of mine who was in India at that time, and when he took a class with me, he had another friend who was with him, and both of them wrote for me eyewitness accounts of the same phenomenon. Uh, and my students, uh, I have it all written down, his name and everything. He got online five times to convince himself that it was real. And he brought the milk up and he just watched it disappear. Now, this happened for one day exactly. There was a milk shortage in India. Uh, my student told me that. That was confirmed. So now, on the other hand, the doubters said, tried to explain it as some stupid little thing. They had a totally stupid, moronic attempt to explain it away. Why was it moronic? Because if it was true, it would be happening all the time. It only happened one day. Only one day. There was no explanation for this phenomenon. None. And what amazes me about it, millions of people witnessed this. I happened to witness it myself. Many things have been written. If you look it up, the milk miracle in India. Uh, you'll see lots of material on, 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 uh, online. Now, this is a shocking form of a miracle. Dematerialization. By the way, there's a lot of materialization miracles going on today. So I'll, I'll add this little point before we, because this is not a full, right? I'm just going to say one. Another, so if things are dematerializing, this is the, by the way, this happened again, beside that one day, but we won't go into that. But in addition, in another religious situation, there are reports of materializations. And I'm talking specifically about, first of all, there are all kinds of materialization phenomena. But the one that I want to focus on now is because there are so many of them taking place right now in the early part of the 21st century. And that is the bleeding and weeping of statues of the Virgin Mary or statues of Jesus, or indeed statues of, uh, of saints. I, for example, I, I think it was in, also in the 1980s. Uh, by the way, I may have gotten that date wrong about the, the milk miracle. Check it. Okay, okay I will. Yeah, but, but this, let's see, I was going to go on to a second. Materialization, um, right. Yes. Uh, this is a phenomenon that goes back at least uh, to the 11th century of bleeding and weeping statues. And I have to say that I myself, in the 1990s, now this I think was 1994, that I saw on television a report about a, a statue of Irene, of Saint Irene, in a, not in the Catholic, in, a, in an Orthodox church in Astoria, New York. Coincidentally, I happen to have been born in Astoria. So I, following day, I went to witness what was going on. And to make a long story short, there were crowds of people. Again, I witnessed a, uh, a small statue of St. Irene and tears pouring out. Uh, I, I saw them in a liquid state. I could see the movement. I wasn't the only one that saw it. I wasn't hallucinating. So it turns out that since that time, right into the early 21st century, there have been numerous reports, 
all over the world of, of these phenomena taking place, weeping and bleeding phenomena. But guess what? There are two countries in the world where these Fatima statues, Mary Virgin stat statues, are doing the most bleeding and the most uh, weeping. Italy, and guess what? The United States. Uh, there are, I've seen maps of the enumerating the, the numbers of, of these events taking place. And it turns out that the northeastern part of, of, of the United States is, uh, along with Italy, the leading contender for the production of these phenomena. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, maybe because of more Catholics. Uh, this is more of a Catholic phenomenon and a, a Madonna Although the figure of the Madonna has universal appeal, and there are stories about her appearances and her statues behaving in strange ways from everywhere, all over the planet. But uh, maybe Italy and, and certain parts of America, some people have said because they need it. They need the assistance of the Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense, too. You know, once you define a miracle closely, carefully, I could give many examples. Those are two things that are taking place now uh, yeah. and have taken place in recent times and where the witnesses were innumerable, not just one or two people. But and why uh, do you think that is happening? Why are these miracles taking place? Well, my guess is because uh, at, at, at there's a collective, there's a collective intelligence, an un the collective unconscious of the human race is getting alarmed at the prospect of a catastrophic breakdown of world civilization uh, resulting from uh, a combination of deadly megatrends unveiling, I should say unrolling in history right now, the trend toward overheating the planet, catastrophic, the trend toward increasing danger of nuclear war is another topic we won't get into it and thirdly as i've already stated the totally destabilizing inequity of wealth between the rich and the poor on this planet today at the rate none of these things are all these trends are getting worse mm -hmm. worse i'm not making this up and not only are they getting worse they're interactive they support each other well Maybe that's the reason why these strange phenomena are taking place. That's my guess. Yeah. I don't know, but I have a feeling that's what it's all about. I wanted to ask you too, you talked about the milk phenomenon and the milk miracle happening yeah. again, that it didn't just happen that one day, that it, it ended up happening again. When did yeah. it happen again? I don't have the dates. I haven't studied it. That There's so much material out there to study. Uh, I, I'm thinking of, uh, uh, I really do need a sort of research assistance here because there's so much stuff. I don't have the time to do it all on my own, but I know that that particular phenomenon repeated itself in several venues later on after the, after the 1990s. Always a pleasure talking to you, Michael. I'm wondering, are there any other stories of miracles that you want to share today? Well, I think uh, I think those two big ones will will, will serve uh, for, for for starters, okay? And as we talk again, uh, yeah, specifically about that, I'm willing to do that. Absolutely, marvels of the world, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Michael, before we go real quick, I want to ask you this. Uh, I felt the presence of your father around us this whole time. And uh-huh. He makes me feel like he was a lover of philosophy, but I feel like maybe he didn't get to study it as much as maybe he had wanted to. But Mm -hmm. I also smell and kind of see a pipe. I don't know if he smoked a a pipe, but I keep seeing the pipe. Mm -hmm. And he really just makes me feel this profound impression that he's just so proud of you. And he's so proud of the work that you've been able to accomplish in your lifetime. He makes me feel like he was a a good dad, but maybe he didn't get to spend enough time with you because he comes in just kind of apologizing for that. But he does play a very big part on your spirit team on the other side. And uh, he just has so much love and and pride in his son. Thanks a lot. You could see you actually said some very interesting things. Uh, I don't know how you knew about the pipe. Did I ever say anything to you about my father's pipe? No. No, I didn't. I didn't. And you're right about the, uh, he wouldn't have read, but he was a thoughtful man. And, and he um, and he didn't spend that much time uh, with me. And it's partly because there was an age gap and an education gap. But I'm struck by that pipe story. Yeah. Did he smoke a pipe? I, I, I have, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why that story of the pipe is so important. I like to talk about my father, and I think I've written about this in a, in a I've written a, um, a memoir of myself, my boyhood, I have yet to publish it. And I tell the story about how I learned to be decisive from my father. My father went to a doctor, and he was a, he loved his pipe, he smoked the pipe. And he, um, he had this, Something on his mouth was forming. He goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, you've got three cancer cells there, but you don't have cancer yet. But if you don't want to get cancer, stop the the pipe smoking. So on his way home, my father threw his precious pipe into a garbage can, and that was the end of it. And he told me that story. And I had such an image of decisiveness. So anyway, that was something that's been always lived in my mind my my father that was wow somehow you got that thank you i appreciate it of course of course um well thank you so so much for your time michael i know that you've written these beautiful books the man who could fly and now you've got a new book coming out about miracles i'm gonna take the the listeners over to Amazon and where they can purchase those online in the show notes below. But you also have a blog. Tell us about the blog and where people can find the blog and also your beautiful artwork. Well, the artwork is not quite open, but uh, I'm on the verge of opening that. But the uh, the the blog is uh, just consciousness unbound. That's all you have to write. Uh, a, a dot dot blogger, something like that. Uh, and, and by the way, as far as the, uh, I have not yet published the book on miracles, but I published a second book on Joseph called Wings of Ecstasy, and that's his biography. And it's amazing, almost every page on that book has got stuff that'll blow your mind. Every page. Uh, and uh, anyway, it's, um, it's available on uh, Amazon, but, but Wings of Ecstasy. Oh, I can't wait to check that one out, too. (laughs) Well, look, it's been great talking with you, and I hope that we stay in touch. 
and, uh, and, and, and continue our discussions further on at a, at a, at a later date, okay? I'm Absolutely. Thank you so much, Michael. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere. They're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them. Welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss.
Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now, friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure white radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light, energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. 
What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security, Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, 
please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.